<lacht> Guten Morgen, Nation. Ufta, I am Barry with BarryIndependent.com, that guy from the internet. We're going to do the uh, brief this morning. Brought to you, as always, by RefugeMedical.com, of which I'm the founder and CEO, not just some shill on the interwebs that was paid money to say nice things about them. If we're being perfectly frank, uh, I give Refuge Medical more money than they give me, but that's okay. As an end result, you get life-saving equipment that has saved 84 lives to date. Listen, I know that 40% of you who are watching this show right now aren't actually subscribed. You just you think you're flying underneath the radar. You're not. So if you're going to watch the show, if this is your second, your third, your 12th time here and you haven't subscribed, challenge, come on, bro, hit the little button, subscribe, ring the bell icon. Don't be like that. Don't lurk in the shadows. We're not about that. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Exactly. That's exactly right. Thanks, Bear. Oh, you're welcome, guys. You're the best. No, 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 no. You're the best. We're going to talk about Pfizer today uh, and critical drug shortages. We're also going to do the National Intel, which is emailed in by y'all. Intel at barrendependent.com is the email address. And these are things that you have seen with your own eyes and your own ears. Not like I watched the video. I clicked the link. No, things that you have personally experienced. We're also going to talk about U.S. troops getting hazard pay in Ukraine. Wait a minute. I thought there were no U.S. troops. In yep, U.S. troops getting hazard pay in Ukraine. And then a crypto influencer that was cut up into little tiny pieces by a cartel. Because, you know, super duper safe. As, as if uh, United States fiat currency doll hair influencers haven't gotten cut up into little pieces by cartels either. Pilgrim Prepper, your comment almost made my uh, coffee come out of my nose. Bear independent brief. 28 July. 23. I'm uh, assuming we've got, uh, we're a five by five on signals quality. Where's Nostra dumbass when you need him? 12C says five by five. Roger that. After Pfizer's plant in Rocky Mount, North Carolina sustained severe damage from an EF3 turnator, surgical drugs are now experiencing new supply chain issues. The drug company has informed hospitals that over 30 products, including mm, such greatest hits as epinephrine, Oh, you're having severe anaphylaxis? Too bad. No epinephrine. Fentanyl. Oh, you're having lots of pain that we need to deal with right now? Mm, too bad. No fentanyl lollipop for you. And lidocaine. You need a topical analgesic because your stuff hurts? Too bad. Or maybe like we're going to do minor surgery? Mm, no, we don't have any of that. All of those and more will be subjected to, quote, continued or new supply chain disruptions in the near term, end quote. Some of the drugs are actually already named on the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's shortage list. In fact, the company, Pfizer, has begun strict allocation for many products to, quote, ensure availability to those most in need, as well as to avoid hoarding, end quote. In other words, rationing. Rationing. Roger that. Um, a thought. Last night on the Pelt, the Patreon exclusive live stream Thursday, I touched on some collusion <laughs> that's going on and said collusion. The Food and Drug Administration. Has anybody ever just stopped to just think about that? Here is a government agency 
that has oversight on the Food and Drug Administration. Why would we put the two of those things together? Oh, it's easy, Bear. They're both things that go inside your body that could make you sick. Mm. Or is it because if you put one inside your body, you will require the other one be put inside your body? Like, eat this bullshit food that came out of a square hole in the side of the brick building or on top of a piece of styrofoam with a little diaper underneath it then covered in saran wrap or came out of this cardboard box filled with all types of chemicals that none of us can pronounce. If then, if you eat this air quote food, then you will require all of these air quote drugs. How interesting, right? And, I, and people will decry a Russian collusion. Uh, you know, the, the Democrats are in bed with the Chinese. Yeah, all that's that's true. But what about the Food and Drug Administration? Has anybody ever stopped to just think about that? Why would we put those two things under the same governmental umbrella? Mm, Hegelian dialectic. If then. If you eat this air quote food, then you will need these air quote drugs. How interesting. Thank you for the super chat, Modern Yael. Back to the brief. On the bright side, at least according to Pfizer, this is a temporary issue because the warehouse was more damaged than their production lines were. So the more acute shortages shouldn't last as long. Aaron Fox, the associate chief pharmacy officer for the University of Utah Health. Man, you know, here's your homework today, Bear Nation. I want you to come up with a title for yourself that it is least it takes at least five seconds to speak, right? Like uh, Supreme Commander of the Irregular Armed Forces of the Eastern Division of the Bear Nation or something like that. Something retarded. That's your homework today. You'll do it for fun. Everybody gets a title today. You go to, uh, you know, get some $10 business cards off the Internet and then when you introduce yourself to people, they're like, I had no idea I was speaking to the Supreme Commander. Tarpon yellow, just open the border a little more and we can have more drugs available. August tithing for your ministry. Love you all, Grandma Joe. Thank you, Grandma Joe. I appreciate that very much. Very, very much. Thank you, Grandma Joe. Hello. Good morning, Hypno. So everybody gets to make their own BS uh, title today. That's your homework for today. Back to what Aaron Fox, the Associate Chief Pharmacy Officer for the University of Utah Health said, according to CNN, quote, Certainly, things may worsen a bit, but the information Pfizer has provided lets us know that this is a fairly short-term situation and not a years-long issue that we'll be dealing with. So the information that Pfizer provided, as if, you know, they're super-duper trustworthy, right? We know this. We know this. They have built so much trust over the last three years or so that, yeah, nothing to worry about. Did you know, Bear Nation, that 82 of the top 100 drugs used in the United States of America, and I don't mean like heroin and fentanyl, I mean like, you know, medical drugs, not recreational drugs. 82 of the top 100, the chemical precursors for said drugs come from, in most cases, China, and in some other cases, India. 82 of the top 100. Nothing to be concerned about here. No supply chain issues. Of course, drugs are by no means flowing easily, even apart from tornado damage. In March, a report was published by the Senate Homeland Security Committee 
that showed over 295 medications were in short supply across the Estados Unidos. And that list included life-saving treatments. In response, hmm, we're from the government. We're here to help. In response, a bipartisan group of senators has just drafted a bill that hopes to increase stored supplies of medications by mandating that the Department of Health and Human Services give drug manufacturing contracts either to U.S.-based companies or members of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you, I guarantee there's somebody, if not many somebodies, who are uh, members of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, as it's otherwise known, that they are friends with the people who uh, in the Department of Health and Human Services who will be requisitioning these domestically produced drugs. I guarantee you there's been steak dinners and scotch involved in who gets what, because that's just the way it works with the federal government, right? Yeah. Yeah. A republic if you can keep it. Doesn't we're not doing great at the keeping it part. So we have a bipartisan group of senators that is now requiring even more so, even more government involvement in your health. Let's see. So contracts, manufacturing contracts will either go to U.S.-based companies, of which there probably aren't very many, because I can tell you from a soft, durable goods standpoint, American manufacturing is a shadow of what it used to be. So it's like saying um, the DOD has decided that we have to buy, and they they have this, it's called the Berry Amendment, um, we have to buy American-produced rucksacks only. Cool, where are you getting them from? Because there's like only a handful of people in the country that make those, and they're such small shops that in order for them to be able to fulfill a contract like that, they can't do it, which means they get, um, what is the exact word? There's like an exclusionary clause that says, if you can't buy it in America first, then you can go buy it from anywhere else in the country. Because the manufacturing base doesn't exist here to fulfill the need. Because, you know, NAFTA and uh, giving China preferred nation status in an international trade market by the United States of America, blah, blah, blah. We make things, we don't make things here anymore. We consume them here. We don't make things here anymore broad sweeping statement but by and large we don't make things anymore so this is going to be really really interesting we must make drugs here okay cool who's going to make them we don't know does anybody want to Mm, not really but i've got a plant in vietnam okay we'll make them over there in vietnam because there's a huge difference between an american company and an american made company and that's something that a lot of people miss for 200 bucks, you can get an LLC, file for your FEIN, Federal Employee Identification Number. You can file with your state and then, uh, you know, prepare to pay your quarterly taxes. And you have you are set up. You're now an American company. And you can get products from all over the world and sell them here in America or anywhere else in the world. And you're an American company. Ooh, how impressive. That's way different than we make stuff here. <sighs> you ever stand on a soapbox in a rabbit hole? It's an odd place to be, especially when you're supposed to be reading the news. One of the senators announcing the bill, Senator Marsha Blackburn, said, quote, the United States over-reliance on communist China for vital medications poses a threat to national security. Agreed. We must support domestic manufacturing of critical medications. Agreed. And work to prevent potential shortages during a future national emergency. Mm, 
I don't really want the government involved in anything at all uh, except national defense. Like, don't worry. The government is now going to ration your medications. No, Bear, that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is they need to make sure that we have a strategic stockpile of these 295 medications so that when we need them, we can tap into them. Oh, like the SPR? Special purpose rifle? No, strategic petroleum reserves. Like that? Because how's that working out for us? Super great, right? Oh, it's an election year. Let's weaponize the strategic petroleum reserve so that we can bring gas prices down 10 cents so that the Democrats will look better. That's stupid. Um, it's an election year. And we have all these people who are on these life-saving drugs that they don't have access to. Let's open up the SDR, the strategic drug reserve, and flood the market with that so that we can literally say that we're saving people's lives through our government interference into their day-to-day. -day. Stupid. I'm not a fan. Uh, we're going to do national intel next. I'm going to tell you right now, the store at Refuge Medical closes at uh, 8 p.m. Central Time tonight, sundown-ish. So if you want to get something today, I'd recommend it. The kit of the week is the bare minimum. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Uh, you know, boo-boos, bullet holes, got you covered. Made in America by Americans with top-notch life-saving medical components. RefugeMedical.com. Always HSA and FSA eligible. National Intel sent in by you. Intel at bearindependiente.com. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. You guys know how it goes. Alex, hello, sir. Are you planning to provide refuge training in Pennsylvania area soon? Probably uh, late springish of 2024, sir. Thank you, Alex. In the meanwhile, refuge training has Oklahoma classes up live in the store right now. So, you know, for the first three years of refuges, refuge training's existence, we came to you. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're hanging back right now. And so I would recommend you come to class. Come to us. Bear Independent. Bonus Intel. Intel at bearindependent.com. Thank you for all you give to the Bear Nation. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for being part of the Bear Nation. I live in upstate New York. I used to. I was in my local gun store recently, and the owner, did they even have gun stores in New York? Like, they haven't just shut all those down yet? That's incredible. I was in my local gun store recently, and the owner told me something very concerning. His distributor in Florida said that the New York attorney general called and threatened if he, the Florida distributor, makes any more shipments to this gun store in New York, she will sue him. My local gun store is no longer receiving anything from this distributor. How common is this across the country? Shalom. I have no idea how common this is, but if you are out there in the Bear Nation and you have some intel on this intel, intel at bearindependent.com. Okay? Okay, Bear. All right, good talk, guys. Uh, next, three safety notifications at work of substations having fencing cut with nothing stolen and no property damage. This is uh, probably probing attacks. We're going to see how you respond to these probes and uh, if you don't respond awesome now we can get in and do whatever we want if you do respond we are going to essentially stress inoc you inoculate you to this stimulation this external stimulus the alarm went off at the substation yeah it's been going off well it's been going off legitimately because somebody's tripping the alarm and then backing off from the bushes bushes and watching you respond 
So the next time that they trip the alarm and nobody responds because, hey, the alarm must be on the fritz. Cool. You didn't show up. No law enforcement responded. No emergency technicians responded. Now we can actually cut the fence, go through the fence, do whatever it is we want to do. Probing attacks, desensitization. Next, Ascension Health is currently having meetings concerning medicine shortages. I'm in a meeting. One week left of sol solumedrol and viscous lidocaine. There will be several other IV medications that will be in short supply. They're going to be using decadron prednisone as alternative meds. And just be aware that over the next coming months, there may be some significant medication shortages of all this due to the tornado that hit Pfizer. And for y'all, um, prolonged usage of prednisone, which is a corticosteroid, can do incredibly bad things to your thyroid, your adrenal glands. It's bad. So, like, if you're on prednisone, you've been on prednisone for a long time, I would recommend not being on uh, corticosteroids, a.k.a. prednisone. Uh, you use it for um, emergencies. It's not something that you should be taking every day of your life. Okay, bear. And last, I would like to share what I've seen with my own eyes on Monday, 24 July. I was traveling with a truck and trailer to pick up machining equipment from an auction for work and stopped on the incline of an overpass as there were two city police SUVs lit up. I sat there for a total of five minutes holding traffic back as I didn't know what was going on. The view was obscured by the SUVs. I noticed four more police SUVs on the four-lane highway, which the overpass crosses. Eventually, I saw officers escorting a teenager who looked in a very down mood to the SUV, and they pulled into a business where they exchanged him into an ambulance. I don't know the details and have not talked to the officers, but it appeared that the teen was considering jumping onto the highway from the overpass. I infer this by the number of police at the scene. One of the saddest things that I've seen in a while. Check on your kids, folks. Thank you for writing in about that. We get so caught up in the day-to-day. -day. Um, oh, my gosh, did you see what China did in Russia and in the Ukraine? And the dollar's going to collapse and my boss is a total a-hole and my wife's mad at me? Like, check on your kids. Super important. Because if all of those other things are taken away from the relationship that you have with your children... Not working. It's a misprioritization of your time and your resources. Check on your kids. If you don't have kids, check on the people that you love. Grandma, grandpa, neighbors, best friends, cousins, uncles, whatever. Just And I, I bet that there are some of you right now within the sound of my voice that just got to check in your spirit of conviction. I need to check on XYZ. Cool. That's your actual homework today. Okay. Just reach out, make sure somebody, uh, whoever it might be, make sure they're doing okay. Lend an ear, listen to somebody, love your neighbor as yourself. Read that in a book one time. From RT.com, you know what, we're, we're 19 minutes into this thing, and um, we're going to take a 30-second potty break, and then we're going to go to RT, so. Otay. Otay.
when I was a young warthog. Yes, this is a survival prepping for normal people shirt. No, I don't know why Kyle shut his uh, channel down. Um, uh, probably because he got tired of dealing with people from the internet, which is um, reasonable. But yeah, you know, good channel. Back in the day, survival prepping for normal people. Jonathan Tyler said, I love the quality. It's awesome. Just a dude, but great info. Thanks, Jonathan. Yeah, just a normal guy. You know, we'll talk about that for, you know, let's spin off of that for 20 seconds. I hear all the time from people, um, Bear, thank you so much. Well, first of all, don't thank me. Thank the Father. Second, don't thank me. Help me. Please and thank you. We have so much shit going on. I need all the support and love and prayers and hands and feet that I can get. So, like, thanks. I appreciate your appreciation. Help me. And never put me on a pedestal because I'm just a normal dude. I'm just a guy that the creator of the universe figured out how to use to do good. And if he can redeem me and use me for good, you have no excuse whatsoever. Not even a little bit. And if more normal guys and normal girls just stepped up to the plate and shouldered the burden of responsibility, we wouldn't have to worry about who's in charge in D.C. or how much money we spent in Ukraine or, oh, my gosh, did you see what China did? We wouldn't have those problems. It is a grassroots up awakening of the giant reclamation of this country and what it stands for. Not a top down. You cannot mandate righteousness. It doesn't work that way. It has to be adopted at the grassroots level and then it trickles upward from there. So I appreciate that you appreciate me. Never thank me. Thank God. Talk to him. And if you really want to thank me, help me. And if you don't want to help me, that's cool too. At least shoulder the burden of responsibility in your life. Because normal people can do extraordinary things if they simply step up to the plate, talk to the Father and say, here I am, use me as you see fit. There is nothing special about me. Not even a little bit special. So if I can do it, whatever it might be, you can absolutely do it. Okay. Okay, Bear. Ref, nope, wrong RT. Russia today. Every time I see RT, I think refuge training because that's the abbreviation we use internally. But uh, no, we're talking about Russia today. Russian propaganda. Pentagon authorizes hazard pay for U.S. troops in Ukraine, according to the Military Times. Servicemen will be able to qualify for imminent danger pay on top of base salaries and other bonuses. Now, it, that's. It's not a big deal. It's $7.50 additional per day. The interesting thing here is that it was made retroactive to April 24th, 2022. Now, you may remember February 24th, 2022, uh, Putin felt froggy and all those battalion tactical groups launched across the line in uh, eastern and northern Ukraine. And thus began the special military operation in Ukraine, according to the Kremlin. So that's February 22, February, March, April. Two months, two months later, retroactively, uh, hazard pay for all U.S. personnel in the United States. 
or I'm sorry, in Ukraine, all United States military personnel in Ukraine. Why is that interesting? To me, it's interesting because officially the line has been, there are no U.S. troops in Ukraine. Hmm. 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 Uh, where did that number go? Somewhere in this article. It said somewhere around 7,800 troops in Ukraine. Now, and uh, officially, these are people that are pro uh, providing security in and around Kiev, Kiev, the capital, and the capital building there. Uh, where did it say? According to the Military Times, part of that contingent works at the American embassy in Kiev, operating as its security detail and accounting for billions of dollars of military equipment that Washington has sent to Ukraine. Uh, let's see. According to ABC News, another special operations team working out of the U.S. Embassy has been helping Ukraine troops, Ukrainian troops with intelligence operations and providing security for high-level visitors since the early days of the Russian military campaign. The outlet claimed that this team does not partake in military operations or visit the front lines. Uh, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I could see it going either way. The interesting thing is that um, it's retroactive. And maybe it wasn't this article, but a different article that I looked at, I believe said 7,800 troops, American troops in Ukraine. And the reason I bring this up is the official line is we have no, we have no personnel in Ukraine. Hmm. But also backdate hazard pay to August or I'm sorry, April 24th, 2022. Hmm. Hmm. How curious. And last thing I want to talk about this morning before we discuss the value exchange is according to the blaze which that website has become um, like nothing but a platform for pop-up ads and like just the worst. Like the, it's, it's the worst. According to the Blaze, missing cryptocurrency influencers remains found dismembered in suitcase by children in Argentina. Argentina. Why is, why is this important? Why does this matter? I'm not saying that the Argentinian cartels are going to come to your house and chop you to bits with machetes if you're into cryptocurrency. I'm saying this because precursor, potentially uh, canary in the coal mine for what civil unrest and without rule of law might look like here in the United States of America if we continue down the path that we're on. Okay. Okay, bear. All right, cool. A missing cryptocurrency influencer was found dismembered in a suitcase by children in Argentina after he admitted that he had run afoul of a criminal gang. 41-year-old Fernando Perez Algaba of Barcelona, Spain, went missing on 19th of July. He was known for making millions from renting automobiles and trading in cryptocurrency. Algaba would regularly post about his wealthy and luxurious exploits to his 916,000 followers on Instagram. But the update stopped after he went missing during a week-long trip to Argentina. I would also just throw out there, if you, for some odd reason, happen to be an Instagram influencer, maybe don't flaunt that hard. Um, one of the things that most people um, are completely unaware of is how much information they give away on the interwebs the way the uh the way 
you post too much on Facebook, on Instagram, and people do dumb shit where they're like, oh, look who made the honor roll at XYZ school picture of kid. Okay, now I know which school your kid goes to, uh, and I can cross-reference that honor roll online, OSINT dive. I can use Google for this, and I know what your last name is. I might even know what your kid's first name is, but I can absolutely find it by cross-referencing the school's website. I have a pic of this person. Now I know where your kid goes to school. If I wanted to push him into a minivan after school one day and abduct him, I have all the information that I need. Right there. Like, it's... You guys don't understand what you're just giving away on the internet. Stop. Stop it. You should, you know what you should do? You should take your honor roll student out for ice cream or a burger or go bowling or celebrate for sure. But posting all that shit on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, that's stupid. You're giving away an actionable intelligence to people that might want to harm you. Ask me how I know. This is part of what we do with Caleb House. We fire up our little S2 shop and we go on deep OSINT dives to found inf find information about people. Both the people that we're targeting who are sicko pedophiles that need to get locked up and the people that we're protecting. Because uh, in the days of social media, you give way too much away online. Way, way, way too much stuff away online. I just got a new car. Here's a picture of it. Oh, now I know what you drive. Thanks. Right? It's, yeah. Anyway, back to this dude that got macheted. Al Gaba would regularly post about his wealthy and luxurious exploits to his 916,000 followers on Instagram, but the update stopped after he went missing during a week-long trip to Argentina. The millionaire's body was found when children playing in a stream in Buenos Aires discovered body parts in a red suitcase on Sunday. Police were able to identify the man through his distinctive tattoos and fingerprints. They matched his tattoos to those found on a severed arm. On Wednesday, the man's torso and head were also found, and local news outlets reported that they had been cleanly amputated, suggesting that the crime was a professional job. An autopsy also found that he had been shot <clears throat> three times before he was dismembered. Algaba was known as La Juga, which is, which is lettuce in Spanish. Lettuce. The millionaire had previously admitted that he had lost money in cryptocurrency and he reportedly owed $40,000 to a violent gang involved in Argentina's soccer scene. If, some, if something happens to me, everybody is already warned, Algaba wrote. His brother Rodolfo has claimed that Algaba was under psychiatric treatment for an anxiety disorder and hopes the authorities will catch his killer. Quote, I'm not going to sit still. I'm not going to do justice with my own hands, but I hope that justice will be done, said Rodolfo. Well, here's the challenge, Rodolfo. You keep talking like that. The same criminal gang that chopped your brother up and put him into a suitcase is going to chop you up and put you in a suitcase, too. You have no leverage at this point. That could never happen here. Okay, well, how many times are people going to, you know, whine and kvetch about all the military-age males coming across the southern border? Mm. Mm -hmm -hmm -hmm. 12C said, if memory serves, this isn't the first crypto millionaire influencer to get schwacked. Exactly. So, 
Uh, be careful what you post online. I would not get in debt to criminal gangs. Um, I wouldn't get in debt, period. The rich rule over a poor and a debtor is a slave to their debt. Nah. Nah. That's the show for today. Happy day of prep, y'all. If you're one of those people that hangs out to discuss the value exchange, Mark O'Connor. Love you, Bear Nation. Mark O'Connor. What's up, bro? Cot Lumber. You need the straightest two-by-fours. If you're just trying to find some two-by-six strap hangers, you know, you need some 16-penny nails, Cot Lumber. That's K-O-T-T-Lumber.com. Go see them. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to talk about the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet skedaddle. Get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shaloha, homie. For everybody else, you know the drill. All of the links are in the description. Patreon.com. Episode 2 of Chainsaw 101 went up this morning. Power to weight ratio. We are doing a months-long teaching on chainsaws at Patreon because you may not know this, but Bear Man made his first million bucks with a chainsaw back when he was a wee little bear cub over 20 years ago in upstate New York, felling timber, cutting trees, doing all that stuff. And so I don't know everything there is to know about chainsaws and timber and tree trimming and operating heavy equipment, but I do know a thing or two. I do know a thing or two. And so that's ongoing at Patreon. Patreon is $5 per month through the end of the month. And after that, we are grandfathering the $5 tier. So uh, get in while you can. It's the best $5 you can spend on the internet. It's a preparedness consultancy. You ask the questions, I give you the answers. I also have another series that will be coming up based upon input from the patrons. Uh, March E algorithm for business. We understand, or many of us understand, the March algorithm for trauma medicine, massive bleeding, airway, respiration, circulation, uh, head injury, hypothermia, everything else. Yeah, but how do we apply that to business? Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about that on Patreon as well. So check it out. Links in the description. Of course, refugemedical.com. Thank you to every one of y'all who is already a supporter of Refuge Medical. It's incredible to me when people talk about, uh, in the entrepreneurial space, one of the metrics that companies and individuals love to track is called LTV, lifetime value. What's the lifetime value of a customer? And we have been unable to quantify the LTV of our customers at Refuge Medical since day one because so many of y'all are customers for life. And uh, it's incredible to me. It's absolutely incredible to me. And I really super duper appreciate it. You are the reason that the lights are still on over at that building. You are the reason that those people get to take a paycheck home every week. Thank you very, very, very much for supporting our American-made small business. This is the bare minimum. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Coyote tan, red, ranger green, um, multicam, gray, black. And I said red, but it's red with reflective. Looks like a fire truck. You can get this in all those colors. It's about this big. It's about the size of my hand. And you got your Cat Gen 7 tourniquet, real Cat Gen 7 tourniquet, Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet. You've got real trauma shears on the side over here, not some you know Chinese garbage. And then Molly compatible, Pals webbing compatible for your uh, you know portability and durability. You got your outside pouch here, ballistic nylon pouch. Rip that open, grab the red handle, and pull. And then inside, right here, I have my inner. 
and watch. I can open this one-handed. Boom. There's all my stuff organized. Now, you might be asking yourself, why is it so important that I can open this one-handed? Well, because we've had four people who have saved their lives with this kit or its big brother, the bear fac, who were missing a hand. Mechanical amputation, explosive amputation. Yeah, bad stuff happens. So you can work this kit with one hand if you had to. And of course, my massive bleeding. I got my tourniquet on the outside. I've got wound packing gauze, and I've got a pressure bandage right here for massive bleeding. Airway and respiratory. That's your ability to breathe, right? So I've got halo chest seals back here, two of them. And I've got a burn tech dressing because that's a common modality of injury. So I've got a burn tech dressing. And then I've got my gloves, my rolled gauze, my Sharpie, my medical tape. I've got my quick clot, uh, wrong thing, right here in the back. There's my quick clot right there for wound packing as well. Then down in the bottom, I got my boo-boo stuff, all right? Because, um, you know, having like a, a cool guy, you know, tactical medical kit is awesome until Susie falls off of her bike again, and then you need Band-Aids. So you've got Band-Aids here, as well as steri strips for wound closure. You've got your OTC med wipes, povidone iodine, BZK antiseptic towelettes, triple antibiotic ointments, sting relief, uh, blah, blah, blah. All right here, good to go. Then you've got your gauze pack, two by twos, four by fours, five by nines. Coupled with your tape, you can deal with a whole bunch of stuff just with those three different types of gauze. And it's uh, 219 doll hairs, guaranteed forever, HSA and FSA eligible. If you're on Patreon and use your Patreon promo code, it'll be even less. So, you know, check it out. We've also got the bear fact in stock and stomp bags. The stomp bag 2.0 is officially back in stock. We've got an inventory of bags for squat survival gear. 100% made in America. Exceeds military specification. What's a stomp bag? SEAL Team Operational Medical Pack. It's a hospital on your back. It is 38 pounds of trauma medicine and long-term sustainment uh come on get in there for your crew your team your mag your business your overlanding company your i live in the middle of nowhere and the nearest hospital is four hours away that's what a stomp bag is and when i say stomp bag what i mean is i took i took the specifications for a stomp bag, SEAL Team Operational Medical Pack, from Naval Special Warfare, which they were, eh, we'll, we'll just say a little myth that their specifications could be found. But did I mention OSINT? Because we do OSINT stuff. So I found their specifications. I took their specifications. And I built a bag that exceeds their specifications. And then I showed it to a bunch of Navy SARCs. And uh, they were like, at first they were a little pissed. Because they're like, what do you know about a stomp bag? I was like, here's what I know about a stomp bag. Check it out. And then they flipped it open and started going through it. And they were like, bro, that's awesome that you put that. Oh, dude, you got one of those too? That's a, this is, where do we get these from? This is awesome. Okay, so it actually exceeds Naval Special Warfare specification for a SEAL Team Operational Medical Pack. That's what we do at Refuge. Because we provide kits to real end users, military, law enforcement, EMS, and fire, we get feedback. 84 lives have been saved with our kits to date. 84. Not one, not two, not 12. 84. 
and we get an after action report on every one of those lives that is saved. And that allows us to iterate on our components and our kit and make it better and better and better and better. So if Navy SEALs are like, dude, this bag rocks, it's probably going to work for you, right? The crash kit that we built for Baja racing in the desert at 140 miles an hour, if it'll work for a Baja racing truck, it'll work for your minivan or your Jeep. You see, see what I mean, right? Like if a law enforcement officer is betting his life on the ARC, the advanced ripaway kit, it's probably going to work for you in SHTF. So that's what we do at refugemedical.com. As always, HSA and FSA approved. If you're on Patreon, use your promo code. Refuge training, there are classes that are live in the store right now here in Oklahoma. So do me a favor. Don't be an ass. Come to class. Uh, learn the fine art of how to not die. It's great to have a first aid kit. It's even greater to know how to use it. I was sharing with some people at the most recent class in Oklahoma, uh, the details of which I won't get into, but it was an email from somebody who um, their father passed away while they were working on him, trying to save his life. And the crux of the email was, Barry, you're absolutely correct. You tell people to come to training all the time because you do not rise to your level of expectation. You fall to your level of training. And it was a gut-wrenching, heartbreaking email. And I'm not going to share that dude's information here because his father died. But it proves the point. You want to, you need to know how to do this stuff. You never know when it's going to happen. And people focus on the Hollywood shit of, you know, shot, stabbed, blown up. And for some people, that's a reality, right? Because of their line of work. But for the rest of us, if you're out here just living a regular civilian life. We've somehow gotten inoculated to the fact that statistically the most dangerous thing Americans do is drive. Motor vehicle accidents killed way more people than COVID-19 right? They do. They've killed way more people than active shooters. So if you drive, you're doing the most dangerous thing that Americans do statistically. To say nothing of all the, you know, operationally operating like operators or law enforcement, EMS, fire, military applications, you're not going to just figure this stuff out. So please go to refugetraining.com, find a class, sign up for class. 12C said, my refuge training is fantastic. My full review on essential responder drops Monday. The training cost is far below the value of what you will learn. Thank you, brother. He actually came up to me, the 12C did, and um, at that class, and he said, hey, I just have to tell you, what I spent on the two-day essential responder, I would have spent on the first hour of the first class. The first hour of responder one is worth more than what I spent on the two day, 20 hour course of instruction, essential responder. That's high praise, man. Um, and I know that refuge training is a life changing thing for so many people. And I know that refuge training has saved a bunch of people's lives. I have a hard time conveying the reality of that to y'all. It's it, refuge training is difficult to talk about because there's nothing else to compare it to. Um, you can go back and watch that uh, video that I did with Angry American and Emory Morgenstern and T. Toombs and Sularu. Uh, it's here on this channel. Go check that out. And you'll hear Emory at one point talking about refuge training. 
Emery was Israeli Special Forces. He works with uh, Carl, a tactical rifleman, and Sue, a tactical rifleman, who are American, were American Special Forces. They've seen our classes. And they're like, there is nothing else on planet Earth available to civilians like this. Like, there's not even words to put to it. So, you know, let another man sing your praises. Roger that. Go check out refugetraining.com. And last but not least, calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K.org. We are building a juvenile human trafficking restoration facility. If you'd like to assist with that, if you're one of the people that got punched in the gut by the sound of freedom and you want to do something about it, calebhouse.org. Please and thank you. And as always, there are links in the description to Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. Our brother Saw's Facts Not Feeling shirt and our brother Rex's The Real Dope shirt, the proceeds from which all go to support Caleb House. That's it. That's the show, y'all. I hope you guys have an awesome day of prep. Get out there, do the things. Remember, the store closes at sundown central time today and will reopen at sundown on uh, Saturday central time. I love y'all. I do. Thanks for being here. Go out there and be the light bear nation. Be the change in the world that you want to see. Grassroots up, not top down. Bless y'all. Shalom.